Welcome back to another episode of Where the Hood Niggas At? Where the Hood Niggas At? Where they at? What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, and you are rocking with none other than John, the John Effect, the Brolivia Pope, the Cheekbone Jones, all that good shit. Sit back, relax, listen to the flip, enjoy the show, tweet, and all that good shit. All right, y'all. Very pleasant. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time. The one and only. There never will be another. It's a new month. Yeah, it's a new month. I've been drinking already. It's a new month. That means your favorite duo, your favorite. Sexy black nigga hey. duo is back in full effect. I am one half of this situation. I am John Salvatore. I am joined by my partner in crime. What's good? What's good, y'all? This is Rain Coleman Anderson, and I'm I'm here, man. I'm happy to be back. I am happy that you are back. As well, because and then I say that like me and you don't <laughs> chat almost every day, so we're here. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm ready to hear everything you have to say because I, I'm just I'm geeked, I'm hyped. Uh, we're <sighs> back in this thing. We were just talking yeah. about the game. We've been doing this for a couple of years, guys, and yes. you guys have been showing out and you have been supporting us and rocking with us. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently saw something on TikTok, which well, I've seen everything on TikTok, where it's like Bob, is it Bob Iger? Whoever is that mm-hmm. one of the heads of Disney was like, yeah. they want to focus more on quantity. I'm sorry, quality over quantity. And, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to the projects and there may be, using that excuse as why some of the properties are not performing as well. And, you know, you and I, we've had this conversation and I told you y'all are giving out shows to everybody. And mm-hmm. I felt like some of those shows were to, you know, check off boxes for diversity and inclusion. And I'm looking at you echo that, that is, the oh, oh no, <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. But no, why yeah. did Echo need a show? And then, you know, some people were weighing in that a lot of these projects could have been one-offs or special presentations. They didn't have to be full-on shows. Now, of mm. course, you know, we're, we're, where we are now, but I just hope in the future they kind of scale, well, I guess they're going to have to scale things back because of the yeah. writer's strike or what have you. But, I mean, did we really need a Thunderbolts movie? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know mm. if they necessarily needed a, a full standalone Thunderbolts movie. Like I did enjoy Ms. Marvel. I did enjoy um She-Hulk. I did enjoy Walt um WandaVision, of course, and mm-hmm. um Falcon and Winter Soldier. I wasn't mm-hmm. really here for Loki. That the Loki show to me could have been a um yeah. what if I'm like, eh, whatever. What's your thought on that before we get into the show? Um, I'm of the mind that niggas have moved too far away from fucking uh, Friday night movies. Like how the success of, um, what was it, Werewolf by Night? The um, the special feature that they did, the little horror yeah, movie. Yeah, Werewolf, Werewolf like, by Night. That, there we go, that too. So why not just do that again? Like to your point, I think the the way that they're working with what else being this like season of different stories but they actually matter to the continuity just do a fucking echo movie that's an hour and a half long but it's like a, a network tv afternoon movie like right. it's just a long episode of this show and it gives you a chance to do these one shots and for me personally I, it would it would make me want to watch this shit more like, I don't, I feel like and it gives a chance to let everybody experience one of their favorite characters or somebody they didn't know about without having to 
rely on eight episodes, six right. episodes of some shit that you just might not like. Like, just mm-hmm. give me an Echo special feature, and then in Echo, introduce, I don't know, Black Cat and, I don't know, yes, fucking Black Iron Cat, Felicia like, Hardy. That's what I'm saying. Like, just that's do these who, quick that, little... If anybody was going to get a show, mm-hmm. I would have gave Black Cat a show well before well, I would have uh, Echo must be asked. Well, I, I think that's on Sony, though. That I think that's yeah. on Sony because she's a Spider-Man character. But even still, I'm just like, you have so many toys in the toy box. How are we not just randomly giving the Iron Man treatment to some of these lesser-known characters through a special feature? Like, if we know, I don't know, let's just say Echo just needed to be made. What other characters are in Echo's... Um, uh, parameters or whatever like the actual comic book character like would would it be too much to get like jennifer garner to come back as electra for a cameo right for five minutes of screen time you know what i'm saying like i i think it's now we've come to this point where disney is just this big well disney marvel specifically it's this big machine that's just churning out shit and you don't have the fun and the risk that you had from before like right i don't know but yeah we don't need all these damn Series about all these random ass motherfuckers. We don't need that. We really don't. Like it, 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 it. I feel like that first year, it was exciting because we were in mm-hmm. the pan- Like we were in the, we were still in the thick of the pandemic, but the world is kind of opened back up. And mm-hmm. then you know, like niggas want to go to the movies. Like niggas, mm-hmm. and then I feel like some of the films didn't. Uh, and it's really only Ant-Man is the film that, and I want to mm-hmm. say maybe Thor are the two mm-hmm. films that might have underperformed because mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness and Black Panther 2 did not. Yeah. But that was also, you know, last year. And But also look at your fucking audience. Like, no, all the shit around Jonathan Majors aside, because that right. came out before any of that. Who, I love me some Paul Rudd. That's a white man that yeah. I would probably do the horizontal tango with any day. Man. But what I don't understand is, did you really think that this nigga could like bring in like Ant Man is a nigga that should have had a straight to DVD type movie, like just go straight to Disney Plus? Because I don't see the appeal I past mean, Jonathan Majors and for, Michelle Pfeiffer. Right? Not not my thing is this: if Ant Man one and Ant Man two. Before huh. the pandemic, did not gross a billion dollars. Come on, why would Come you on. think Quantum Mania was gonna gross a billion dollars? Like, yeah, it, even banking off Jonathan again. I'm speaking pre everything. Yeah, and I'm like, even that, I'm like, no, nah, it's it's not that property. Him a part of something else, yes, but him a part of that. Mm-hmm. No, I just I, and Thor. What Thor film has grossed a billion dollars? See, Thor no, to me Thor. is not a moneymaker. He's a fan favorite. He's my, a fan favorite. Eyes. He's great a part, He's of, not a a money part maker. of a collective. Mm-hmm. But a billion dollars? Like all these Marvel movies are not going to get a billion dollars. Like, yeah. I'm honestly I'm movie. surprised that Multiverse and Madness almost made a billion. Like I really am. Like, wow. You know, I feel it was like, like 900 I, million. I don't know. I, I would I, I say that now after having seen it. But before, I think it was one of the ones that was hyped up in a way that, like, Black Panther was. Like, that was this thing that was sold to us as this big, huge event, and it did not deliver the way that I felt like it should have. Um, it was a fine movie. It was an interesting story. I think Wanda did what she needed to do. But I think the, like, cameos and the... I, I think it just came at a right time, from my, my personal opinion, because I don't, I don't think it... <clears throat> It was, hmm, I don't, well, whatever. It, it happened. So, we'll say okay. It happened. Right. And kudos to them. But yeah, like you said, every Marvel movie is not going to make a billion. And with that, even with that in mind, like, I hate to be like, oh, um, Jennifer Lopez was right because I don't believe that. But she, a couple years right. ago, was. Come com, coming about you know superhero movies. That's the only way to get something made and and make all this money. Yeah, whatever. You still an actress, but to to one of her points, um, you're not getting these smaller, quieter films. You're getting like indie stuff and you know pre writer and uh, actor strike. You were getting some things 
but you had to either look for those being that niche area mm-hmm. or something. And so to that portion of her argument, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck are you niggas doing? How the fuck don't we have just a regular rom-com with two superheroes, random ass niggas, where a motherfucker can just be like, I don't need to know about Kang and everything. I just want to see these two B-list uh, fucking street-level heroes go on a date and have to use their powers because the date is shitty. Like, we don't have those. Everything not going to make a trillion dollars. It's not. It's not. It just, Everything is not Avengers level with like they see this before the movies anyway. But I digress. You want to go first, or you want me to go first for fuck Mary Kill? Man, let me go first and get this out of the way. Okay, <laughs> let me see. Lord, let me see who I'm, who I'm dealing with. Okay, so uh, fuck Mary Kill. I got okay. I got three folks. Uh, right. We got um. The airhead, Ryan Ryan Gosling, Mr. Ken himself. Kennergy in the flesh, baby. Yes, indeed. Okay. You got Kingsley Benadir, uh, okay. Mr. Sexy Scroll himself. All and right. we rounded it out with the BBC Power Bottom Tom Holland from the crowded room. <laughs> well, so. <laughs> I I saw that clip. I'm almost interested to see that project. I am. I'm watching that shit. <laughs> Let me see. Fuck yeah. Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. Do I want to act? See, I, oh, do I want to be a gold digger? Or do I want to have fun? Um, Yo. I'm going to fuck with Ben Adir. What? Adir? Mm-hmm. That's his, yeah. Okay. I'm going to fuck him. Yes. I feel like Brits are fun and cheeky, pun intended, in the bedroom. <laughs> so I'm going to fuck him. Um, okay. I feel like it's going to be like Fifty Shades of Grey type King ball gag. He's like, spit in my mouth, Mike. Spit in my mouth. Oh, no. Okay, I can do that. Um, <laughs> Mary. Ah. Um, this is... Uh, I'm going to marry Tom Holland oh, because he's got the biggest bag of the three. And he's he's a cutie patootie. And mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't mind the whole May December romance and you know okay. and being arm candy. Um and a, you know, I don't mind being a trophy husband. And <laughs> only reason I'm going to kill Ryan Gosling is by default because I like Ryan Gosling. Like mm. I remember Watching them, of course, this is before he was Brian Gosling. I knew he was Brian Gosling, but not Brian. Yeah, Gosling. I remember watching the Mickey Mouse Club, and I was like, "Yeah, has some swag." Why was like swag? And I was like, "He's he's you know he's he might be a wigger because he's got some. <laughs> he had a little he had, he got a little riddle to him. So, oh yeah. my god. But oh yeah, because I was like, these white kids can sing. <laughs> Even Britney, I was like. Because I, I remember watching the Nicki Minaj Club in real time, and I was like, "These kids can sing. <laughs> These white kids are singing." Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so with Tom, I think Power Bottom. I have mm-hmm. no problem uh, power washing the walls of that pussy oh, no. oh, oh, with all oh, types oh. of Cuban nectar. Um, oh. I feel like. Ryan's sex is going to be like that. It's spontaneous and it's like it burns hot. It's like I'm going to the restroom, I'll be right back. But he's it's code word, and then you're fucking him up against the hand dryer. And okay, so I feel like that's the kind of sex Ryan Gosling is giving. (laughs) I'm here for it. Okay, I'm with this. Are you ready? I love your theme, I love your theme. So you know, I also too love a theme. So when you're ready, let me know. Ah, come on, come on. The players for Fuck Mary Kill. First up, Ben Affleck. Okay. Next, Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. And uh, bringing in the rear, <laughs> figuratively and possibly literally, uh, Henry Cavill. Who are you oh. fucking? Who are you marrying? Who are you killing? And how is that thing going down? Affleck kill. Um, Damn, bro. Yeah, right <laughs> okay, away. Shit. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I um between him and Henry, I'm thinking like he's more he's thicker, like Beyonce thick. So I I would love to just yeah, but no, I can't I can't do it. I can't get with Affleck. Like he is um this is so funny when I think of him. What's the movie he did with Sam Jackson where he ruined his life? It ruined hey, his man. credit. Like that's the first thing that comes to mind. Nothing else. Okay. So, like I I can't. I'm like no. No, this white man ain't finna. No, but no, I got, I got to kill him. Um, but I do think the sex is good. I feel like he's had enough acting roles in his life that he is versatile enough in all aspects of the word to give you whatever you need. Be he riding backwards, reverse cow, Batgirl, or hanging from a chandelier. I think he he has pretty good sex. And then you're with Jennifer, not to like be like, oh, she's this sex maniac, but like I feel like they got some, they got some good explosive sex. So I think he is this. Regular, but it's really good, satisfying sex. But just not with me. I gotta kill that nigga. Um, okay. Let's see. Now we gotta get down to the, to the. Well, actually, no, it's a win-win because I'm fucking regardless. Right, you, them, uh, so. you in the fuck zone. Oh my god! So damn, Jason or Henry? I would. I don't know. I think I'm gonna marry Jason. I think I would have to marry Jason. Um, damn, but what, yes, no, no, I would. I think I would have to marry Jason. I feel like, um, fucking Henry, first of all, that's just a good looking man. Like, in that every role he's been in, white man. That's a, ooh, like, fine. I'm sorry, that's just a good looking motherfucker. Like, there's no, there, there's no way you could look at him and be like, oh, this nigga ugly. He may not be your flavor, but there's no way you think this man is ugly. I would fuck him, and he would have to wear the Superman suit. You would have to. You think that it would, so would you cut a hole in the butt? Yeah, definitely. Okay. In the shape of the diamond that's on his chest. He would have to wear that and have to wear that richer <laughs> wig. Like we playing dress up all day long. There's oh no way God. I'm fucking Henry Cavill and you not wearing every single man, come the fuck on. Your hair gotta have a little what is it, the little Superman, you know, little S little curl at the top of his head, all of that. So you can grab it like a handlebar. But I'm fucking that thick ass white man. Grab it like a handlebar. Showtime. <laughs> but I think the sex is fucking good. The only thing though with him, I feel like, you know, people say to the room stink. I feel like with him, it would stink really quickly. <laughs> like it would. Get you know what? The break, I can like, see that. I could definitely see that. That that is like, definitely feeling. Uh, yeah, he gives circuit party realness. I mean, hooks, <laughs> hooks. Hanging from the Nigga, not circuit party. You know what? Get off my mind, Quantavius. Get off my mind. Uh, yeah, not I'm the... with it, though. Because I feel like you could put that butt plug in his ass that has the, like, it looks like a a, a dog tail and put the mask on him. Yes. And them piercing blue eyes through a dark yes. mask. It's just hang that nigga from the ceiling and just, you know, face them all night. So I think he is very kinky, wild. What you think of when you think of white gay porn? I think that's Henry Cavill. Yeah, so, I definitely right. think of Henry Cavill types. Yeah, and that's one motherfucker I do it with. I didn't care. I'll get you to the elbow. Um, <clears throat> Mary, Jason Momoa, because obviously, like, what? If I'm not going to be with a black man, let me get with somebody of color and, and immerse myself in their culture. And he, his body's amazing. I yes. love everything I've seen him in. He would also wear the Aquaman suit, and then we're going to switch to Death Rocky, and we're going to play Game of Thrones all fucking night. Also, he's adjacent to Lenny Kravitz, so I feel like just smelling his ass gets me, like, that much closer to, like, okay. also smelling him. You know, so I, I love it. I love where you're going with that. Roll around. Yeah. I, that's how I feel. And also, okay. Lisa Benet, like, bruh, let's do a whole poly roll around in the King's California King's size bed. We all can fuck around. I think his sex is really good. I feel like he's one of them people, and it's oddly enough, I feel the same way with The Rock, just by looking mm-hmm. at him, that it could be aggressive and over the top or whatever, but I feel like he's gentle enough that whatever role he got to play, he, again, somebody else who could bust it wide open. So I, but I'm definitely marrying Jason Momoa. Got okay. Gotcha. All right, I see it. So <laughs> let's. Do you want to go first for fan cast, or you want me to go first? Yeah, let me go because I don't. I this one we talked about it before, but I, I'm scared that yeah. I, let me let me go ahead and give you these because okay, I, I, like okay. So I'm gonna go with this one, and if we haven't done it, go for it. If so, I got to back up. Okay. Have we done scandal? 
We have not done scandal. Okay. We Ooh, have shit. not. Okay. <laughs> you fake and scandal. Now, I have Olivia Fitz, Millie, Papa Pope, and Hook, but because that cast is so huge, the only one I'm really married to is Olivia and Fitz. And like, if you want to do somebody different, go ahead. I was like, then it's Queen, it's Darby, it's the first generation. Oh, with no, that. you're good. I, I think that's okay. a core cast. So Olivia, okay, cool. you said Olivia, Hook, mm -hmm. Fitz, Fitz mm -hmm. Hook. Papa Pope, mm -hmm. and Melly. Yeah. Okay. Um, for Melly, mm -hmm. I. Hmm. Or Melly. I want to do Charisma Carpenter for mm. Melly. I, I okay. think she's going to be my Melly. For my Fitz, we're definitely going to make him hot because Tony Bowman was ugly. Um, let's <laughs> see. Hmm. Hmm, let me see. I'm going to go Josh Hartnett for mm. Fitz. Okay. For, oh, Olivia, that's going to be hard. Hmm. Let me see for Olivia. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me Google this actress. Um, let me see something. Okay, I'm going to butcher her last name. Um, mm -hmm. I am going with Megalyn. At Chickanawoke for mm. she was on. I want to say I was first introduced to her on CSI Miami, and then I believe that she played Vixen in. Yeah, um, what is it? Mm. Uh, I I can't want to say Agents of Tomorrow. Um, the work is it the, you, the show with the gorilla that was trying to kill Barack. That yeah. Um, no, she was um, on that. I want to say Days of Future Past. Um, fucking right. uh, uh, Legends. God damn. Yeah, Legends. She was. Uh, so, yeah. She was in that little animated one too. That was like a web series. But yeah, I want her as my Olivia. Pop. Oh, mm. Papa Pope. That's hard to. Um... <clears throat> Let me see for Papa Pope. Dennis Hasberg as Papa mm. Pope. Okay. Um, okay. So Huck. Jerome Jarrell is Huck. Really? Okay. Okay. Yes. So that's everybody, okay. right? Yeah, that's them. Okay. okay. I like that Huck. Oh. Okay. I mean, for I feel like to see him brutal, I, it's kind of tricky on. So, I am giving you Atlanta. Who mm. I want you to cast the four core characters Ernest, Darius, Van, and Paperboy. Fuck. Okay, Atlanta. Let's. Okay, okay. Damn. Okay, because this this is a good one. I love some. Um, damn, this is such okay. Okay, let's go. I love Brian Tyree Henry though. Let's go. Oh, shit, this is a good one. Let's do. Actually, for Van, I want to go. Dominique Fishback. I want to go with Dominique Fishback. Okay. I'm, I, with it, I'm, with it, I'm with it. You sold me. Yeah. I, I like her. I think I think she could pull it off. I think she could do a really good job with that character. Um, let's go. There is. 
give me it's this nigga give me let me see what's his name is it Kim is it what's his full name Kendar hold on he's um a British nigga he is Kadar William Sterling he was on sex education and when okay. I tell you this motherfucker he I think he has the range, and I would like to see him in more stuff. Very handsome guy, um, strong jaw. Like he, he looks like a like a superhero almost. But I think he could really pull off that uh, that odd oddness that Lakeith gave. Um, <clears throat> earn and Paperboy. Earn, earn, earn. Let me go with. Uh, Damn, that's the one that's gonna be hardest. I um, um let's do no that one. Damn, nigga. Um, shit. <laughs> Fuck. This is really good. Uh, let's do who's the artsy ass weird nigga. Um oh, I thought I would have had this actually what's the you know what? Let me actually switch that out. So I wanna change that Kadar nigga and make him earn. Give okay. him the spotlight. The Darius character, what is, um, there's this kid, what the fuck is his name? He's in a band, he was a child actor, um, group therapy band members. They, I think all three of them were child actors, but I've been into their music lately, and they are very weird in an off-black way. (laughs) And I feel like he would really pull off, what is this, which, um, which one is he? Hold on, hold on. Group. Group therapy is the group is the group they let this album is fucking dope as shit. Um oh shit, hold up. I'm trying to pull up his name. Cause somebody, I don't know, he's he's after my time. Was he Disney? What was he? Um just give me their fucking names. Uh and child stars, blah blah blah. Damn, I'm I'm looking for the nigga name. It's either J- Jada, no, that's the girl. Uh, Coy Stewart, that's who it is. That nigga, okay. Coy Stewart, that has to be him. Let me look him up real quick. Coy Stewart, yeah, that's him. He was, um, he was in a bunch of shit. Uh, Agents of Shield, Electric Company, Bell and the, Bull- the Bulldogs. He was, he was in that shit. He got a big ass head. He looked like Lawrence from, um, um, Insecure as a kid. He just okay. got a big head. He got a big ass forehead, but he's a cool ass dude, and I love how weird he is. So I have him be, um, be Darius and then Paperboy. Damn, who's a sexy fat nigga? Um, oh my god! Because <laughs> I'm saying you can that... always reimagine. It doesn't have to. No, fuck that. No, I, I want that nigga. No, I just... <laughs> um, but no, um, let's go, Paperboy. Let's go. Um, what's that nigga name? Um. He thick too. Um, what's the name, sir? Uh, light skin, cocaine bear. Um, fucking, oh, um, um, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah, O'Shea, O'Shea. I don't give a okay. fuck. I feel like he cool. He can, he can, he can deliver, and he thick as hell. So definitely yes, O'Shea. Yes. Shit, nigga, this is harder than butter I on a duck bill platypus. Man, say slide that motherfucker over here. No, but yeah, he he. That's that's paper boy. Paper boy. Okay. I I like that. (laughs) So initially, I was going to give you the cast of Moesha, but Mm. I think I give you that already. I don't think so. What shit? I don't know, nigga. We've been doing this for 30 years. Right. I don't think so. I feel like I I always want to give you that, but I'm like, I don't think I gave that to you. So that might pop up. But yeah, my first day cast, because I had it the other day, I was like, I'm going to give Rain Moesha. And then. I keep seeing Atlanta clips pop up on my TikTok. So I said, "Now nah, let me get right there." You go. There you go. Yeah. 
for me, it was Angel. I couldn't remember if we did Angel or not, and I wanted to give you that, but I was like, oh, Ooh, that would have been a good like, one. I like yeah. how we were both on <laughs> modern TV. See, we'd be synced up and don't even be trying Bruh. to, like, we both gave each other modern classic, tell it like mm-hmm. modern classic. Like, I thought Atlanta is a modern classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scandal is a modern classic. I want to say there was a little overlapping with them airing around the same time. Um, but, yeah. So, we're going to freshen up these drinks or whatever we're doing. And mm-hmm. we're going to be back, and Rain is going to bring us in, and we're going to talk about some shit. So here is your warning. Um, this is our show. So we're going to talk what we want. <laughs> we're going to say what we want. Hey. We not take anything personal because we're not attacking you. These, these are our views, and we're going to do what we want to do. Hey. And remember, yeah. you can't beat us on this mic, and you can't beat us in real life. So do, what you, <laughs> do with that what you will but we will be back right back what's up what's up what's up welcome back y'all we are um about to get into some shit this is a conversation that should be slightly familiar to some and if it's not learn something today so john i know we've 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 talked about this to an extent but social media is always the breeding ground for interesting and not so interesting conversations. And uh, I know you covered um, the, what is it, the Husky, um, Siberian Husky, blue-eyed nigga um, on the show. And where that should have been the end of the anti-blackness conversation for at least a couple months, we pop up with another anti-conversation. So online there were two different uh, posts going around. One some niggas with a podcast or on a podcast. We never beaten those uh, terrible allegations. But these niggas Ever. were on there. Like, please, I'm catching strays because you niggas don't know how to just fucking talk in a group chat. <laughs> but um, gay nigga and this guy who I'm going to assume is straight uh, was on a podcast with these young mm-hmm. ladies. And forgive me, I don't remember the name of the podcast. But a clip okay. was floating around where the young guy, the gay guy, very thin, just you know, kind of visibly gay, at least in my opinion, was stating that he don't really have gay friends because gay folks do too much. And then his, I'm assuming heterosexual, just by the way the conversation was going, uh, counterpart was like, yeah, you know, gay people get all the rights. And it's, now you see, I got to just kind of mitigate what I say because, you know, they get all the rights and the jobs and whatever else. And so in the midst of people having a discourse around that, this other nigga pops up, and this was a, a post on Twitter talking about, in short, I'm bisexual, and I go to the barbershop, and I don't have any problems with y'all swear you have. Essentially discounting the lived-in experience of, like, countless gay niggas who say that the black barbershop that they venture to has been very anti-gay in a very unwelcoming space, as if to say, because I'm in this community and haven't experienced that, that means it's not real. And I was like, where where did we go wrong? Was it was I, I want to know? I want to fucking know. Because I Black I'm Planet. tired, boss. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, man. So so in short, everybody, gay, straight, black, white, or otherwise, know that you can be anti whatever you're not immune from it just because you're in that community because these niggas have proven that if you need any other fucking receipt so that's that's where we're going with today's conversation is this uh, gay nigga anti pick me pipeline like <laughs> so I'll, you, I, I mean I, I'll kick it off or yeah please gotta... please because I'm not I, I, I'm not minting words tonight <laughs> <laughs> so for no. me I, I feel like you can like whatever you like. You can have whatever opinions that you want. You can say whatever the hell you want, but you're going, you can't act shocked when um, conversation is made around it or behind it. Um, specifically to the niggas talking about, I don't hang out with gay people because gay people are too extra. And then this like very surface level discussion about, oh, they be too much out in public and they, they too flamboyant and this and that, as if everyone isn't that way 
You're not right. about to tell me that niggas don't go to spring break in Miami or just fucking Atlanta on a random ass Tuesday or up in New York for some event or not. And like we see the videos online, we see the pranks, we see the parades, we see the parties, we see niggas getting drunk, we see the fights, we see niggas killing each other on camera behind stupid shit. And you mean to tell me? And a nigga who put a little bit heavy lip gloss on or might wear a pink shirt with their dark skin and a little bit too feminine for your taste is out there just being themselves and that's too much? As if gay is just this one 90s-style representation of overly flamboyant, very special HIV episode, sassy, oh. do your hair, let <laughs> me uh, be your homegirl's accessory type nigga. Gay's coming... Me and you being in the same generation, we're as similar as we are. We are very different from each other. Very. And you mean to tell me with niggas as this close to have these amount, this many differences that there's no way that gay niggas across ages and and geographical locations and fucking financial situations that there's only one way to be gay. And it's like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? Y'all are fucking annoying. Just dumb shit, and it, I don't know, it just, it's, I, it's frustrating, but I will say, I think that that's bound to happen no matter what. No matter how much we progress socially, technologically, anything, you're going to get that. And the only thing that I can say, and that I hope is true, that would be my saving grace for that specific person, is that though I haven't been through that, I've seen countless people in the like late teens, early 20s have that type of rhetoric. Even gay folks who right. had a ton of gay friends. That's not to say it's right, but I'm thinking like, nigga, you can't go in here shucking and jiving for these motherfucking bitches and niggas on podcasts just to say some outlandish shit. When there were pictures of that skinny nigga talking about I don't fuck with gay people because they too flamboyant, pictures of him Posted online of him, little ass fucking hoochie daddy shorts, throwing your leg up on top of some, mm -hmm. you know, if you go to a concert and they have that little metal, almost kind yeah. of caged, like you on there twerking and shit. What the fuck do you mean? Nigga, the call is coming from inside the house. Right. What are we doing? So just, I, I don't think it's too much to ask of anybody in any community when you get ready to start making these critiques to look inward. Because if I say I don't like feminine niggas, then now I have to wait and I have to figure out what is it about feminine niggas that bothers me so much. And then also hold it up to a mirror and say, if I have a list of 10 things, do I check off seven of these? Is that right. why I hate feminine niggas? Because I hate myself? And to be there to pick me and co-sign with a motherfucker who's like, oh, well, I got to, you know, gay people get on these rights. Nigga, we're losing. Everybody's losing. But disabled people are losing rights. Women are losing rights. Gay niggas is losing rights and don't have any level of intersectionality. It's like, I don't think, like, if this was the 90s, we could find a way to move through this conversation on, like, Ricky Lake or something. This is 2023. <laughs> There's too much access to too much information at your disposal to have you going publicly making these weird ass statements, especially as a straight man. And you can say all day long how you're, you're vilified and this and that. Well, shit, nigga, if the shoe fits. But additionally, every we not talk about every single one of you niggas, but you niggas that get online and spout this ignorant shit, you don't have to... Some of this shit can just be left in the draft so it could be in the group chat. Because now you're speaking publicly on some shit that you're not even trying to educate yourself about. Exactly. And the comments are never going to be on your side. They're ne you, you do this thing and people are going to rally behind you and they roast the fuck out of you. Absolutely. As, as, as you deserve. So I don't know. I just feel like when it comes to these topics, especially when you're punching down, that's the other thing. Like, Ooh, when you me. hear black folks making jokes about white people or white men specifically, that's not punching down. We that's that's not what that is. When you see women talking about oh well, men do this silly, stupid shit, that's not punching down. Not punching down. It's it's not. So to then flip it and be like, why can't I? Because half the time is you just want to say flagrant ass wild shit about gay people, about trans folks, and about marginalized communities, and you're just mad because people are not taking that shit anymore. Oh, I gotta watch what I say. Yes, you can't say fag. What do you mean? Right. You can't. Why? Say... Why is it so hard for you to not say fag? Hey, 
Hey, like it's crazy to me, and it's not. Again, if the fact that you're on a podcast means that you, at the very least, know how to operate a phone, iPhone, Android, or whatever, which means that you understand the reach of a podcast. You are consuming this podcast in some way before you got on there. So you can't be like, oh, I'm a nigga, the time traveler just woke up from 1983. Nigga, you grown as fuck. And you're having these conversations that do not seem to have a endpoint past you making these wild ass statements that are just untrue. Like if you people, it, it think I think it's such a um, shitty thing to be like, oh well, women women can just do whatever the fuck they want. Oh why? Well, because a woman can go to a bar and because she's pretty, niggas buy her drinks all night. Well, you can do that too if you a handsome nigga. Go to a gay bar or go to a straight bar where women are paying. Like it's not the same thing. It's not to be like oh they have privilege because of this. That privilege is rooted in something systemic. Women have to rely, not have to, everybody, but societally, they have to rely or their worth is measured by their beauty and their attractiveness. So why not leverage that for fucking drinks? You saying that as if there's some big earth-shattering thing that they're getting over a nigga when women still ain't making the same as men does not make sense to me. So bringing it full circle with the gay shit, oh, they can say whatever they want. Oh, they can call out niggas who are being abusive and being bigoted and being rude online. It's not a safe space anymore for you niggas. Go. If you are going to disagree with something, try to get as many facts as you want, as you can. I can't say, well, I can't. I can say I hate the KKK because it's clearly it's apparent. But I know the heinous shit that they have done and how they've targeted my community. So I can say that, and that makes sense. You can't just be like, oh, gay niggas get all these rights. I'm, I'm sick and tired of this. What rights are gay people getting? We're being, we're more visible, maybe, but mm-hmm. who the fuck ain't? You know what I'm saying? So in short, think before you react. If you hear some shit and you don't like some shit, investigate why that is. I'm not even saying everybody got to like gay folks. You can hate gay people with all of your heart, but be real about it. Be Understand what it is. Real. Don't going to be one thing, be fucking for real. Let's do it. Do it. Do that. And don't hide behind these weird ass fake arguments about gay people getting all the rights. Because nigga, what are you talking about? We couldn't even get married to like, what was it? 20, was it 20? 2012 or 2013. 14? Yeah, something like that. Like nigga, come the fuck on. Again, be fucking for real let's not the shit is just tiring man it's tired it's I, know. <laughs> I know hey, niggas. and it's so <laughs> let me say this it's so interesting that you at the latter part of what you brought up initially was the barbershop conversation mm-hmm. and it's funny because my first introduction to you in the podcast landscape was your appearance on the now defunct with all due respect the man mm-hmm. show with Huey mm-hmm. and Jay, where yeah. you were on the their barbershop episode, and I was like, ah, this is this is such a good conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm gonna add my two cents to things. In my 28 years on this planet, <laughs> I have come across this type that we're talking about in the video. Mm-hmm. I've come across these types so many times. Yeah. And it's like they rolled off of an assembly line because they're not, there's nothing distinguishable about them. They all fit a certain aesthetic. They all fit a certain archetype. And it's pathetic. It's, it's, we can peel back the layers. The one thing is you want to say something crazy because you know it's going to get people talking. Two, you say this in hopes that you know, you're going to fulfill some trade straight man, you know, fantasy where you're pining and you're secretly lusting. And if they think you're one of the good ones, um, then, you know, that's going to have them inclined to, you know, want to touch you where you pee at. And I understand Mm -hmm. that, like, you like what you like in that regard, but there's a better way to approach that than, like you said, punching down on your peers in the community because you want to be a pick me and you want to be chose. And it's it I kind of liken it to those blacks, um, because there's this one dude on TikTok, they're roasting the fuck out of him um, mm-hmm. because they say he wants to be white and he's like da da da. And it's like you you want to assimilate to that so that because mm-hmm. you feel like that's desirable. It's like 
you want to be one of the good ones. And what mm-hmm. with that, what is one of the good ones? What is one of the Come good flags? What is one of the good games? Like my mm-hmm. thing is this, and you know, I've I, I'm no stranger to I don't take myself serious. I'm very receptive to feedback. There was an early part in my podcast journey that people were saying that I was pandering to a straight audience. And my rebuttal has then, now, and will forever be, I I always say this when we get together. I'm not trying, it's never all lives matter, but when I say stuff, (laughs) it's like, John, that's kind of all lives matter. My thing is, I want all of the audiences. I want all the demographics. I want the gays. I want the transgenders. I want the women. I want the men. I want the whites. I want the non-whites. You know, I want the old heads. I want the young heads. I want my set. I, I want a little bit of everything. And, you know, I could, I mean, I don't even see where, you know, it, it was the allegations of John's pandering. It's just like, it, it comes from the ignorance because in you, and not you, but in people's mm-hmm. minds throughout the years, they assume that every Black, gay, queer, questioning podcast host is going to be in the vein of Kid Fury, where everything mm-hmm. is so gay-leaning, so feminine presents leaning. And it's just like, that's not, again, gay is not a monolith. Like, I don't mm-hmm. understand. You may, they may have been accustomed to a certain thing, but I'm not that. So you can't say, oh, John, you're being, you're pandering because, you know, I'm not saying girl and I'm not popping my lips. And it's like, come on, like we, I, I'm I'm never going to fit into a box. I'm never going to fit into a stereotype. I, I don't get it. And it, it's always these types that say these things and the call mm-hmm. is always, I've never seen, or even if it is someone that is masculine presenting or they, that's the image they want to give, they're always a queen behind closed doors. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with cleaning out with your friends or there's nothing wrong with femininity and men, but it's like, are you serious? And then to say that they do too much Every you you said it earlier. Everyone and a mom does too much. It's not the mm-hmm. gay, straight, black, white, Asian, whatever. Everybody right now where we're at with social media and the world, like everybody's performative. Not everybody. There are so many people yeah. that are performative. There are so many people that do the most, and I see it via social media and TikTok a lot of times. And I roll my eyes because I'm like. What are we supposed to do with the information? <laughs> Leave us the yeah. fuck alone. Suck my dick. I, I I don't have time to digest that. I don't have time for that. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the barbershop, and I'm going to wrap things up with my whole take on this. I've mm-hmm. never... Let me take that back. As an adult, as a grown man, like I have not cared if my barber thinks I'm gay or whatever does not mm-hmm. I, I don't care like I don't think about that I'm here to pay you goods and for I'm about to, I'm here to pay you for services rendered that that's all it mm-hmm. is you know we're not friends this is a professional business arrangement it is what it is now I will say would I try to shrink myself in barbershop spaces you know, as a young Thundercat, as someone that was more, you know, whatever. But that, yes, but that was, that's a survival tactic because mm. where we like to think that we've evolved so much in the last 30, 40, 50 years when it comes to our community, we really have only taken baby steps. Like, like hate crimes are still a thing. Like, homophobia is still a thing. So I, I understand those that, you know, shrink themselves in those spaces because I've been guilty of that in the past. But my thing is now I'm not doing that anymore because yeah. if you have a problem with it, don't take my money. If you have a problem with it, get your lips split. I don't care because what the mm-hmm. thing is, you're not going to phase me because I have two settings. Setting one, I don't know. 
setting two. I don't care. Like you bring that to my doorstep. <laughs> I ain't got nothing for you because I don't care. It's, it's just it. That's what it is. So I I get it, and I wish that it wasn't like that. But mm-hmm. that is the reality. And in some spaces, like you go to Middle America, you go in the Deep South, like there is that issue where you could, you know, potentially have that kind of heat on you that you don't necessarily need. But you know, not everyone has their voice. Not everyone has a support system to combat that. So I get it. Um, it shouldn't be like that. Maybe it won't. I don't think it'll be in our lifetime, but who knows? You know, who knows? But that's all I got for this, bro. Uh-huh. That's that's good. That's more than enough. Yeah, hope you niggas learn something. Yes, learn something. Like just remove remove the ignorance. Have an open mind. Just realize that like everyone should be able to coexist. Like not racist people, not homophobic people. Like, <laughs> like just notice that people from different backgrounds need to be able to coexist and it can work. So mm-hmm. Mr. Coleman, let the listeners know where they can find you. Uh, mm-hmm. Let them know if you're at least going to give us one uh, review, recap episode of Secret Invasion for uh, the. I don't know, episode. man. I don't know. I might have to pivot. I've been fucking fighting with this. Y'all might see a lot of British and, and Korean <laughs> drama shit from me because, goddamn. Ah! Bruh. So, uh, but no, you can find me, you know, a podcast is found, Carefree Black Nerd. Hit me up on the YouTubes, Carefree Black Nerd, same name. Uh, TikTok, Carefree Blurred, Twitter, Carefree Blurred. Uh, and if you have to email me for something, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Let me know, you know, did you like something? You hate something? If you hate it, keep it to yourself. Keep it in drafts. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure this whole thing out and kind of right. pivot my content a bit in support of the actors and writers, but I still be talking shit online, so just uh, find me one of them places and let me. And let me just say this: I made the text to see the other day. <laughs> now is your time. A new Bruh. supreme is here to rise. <laughs> now that straw hat goofy is oh. catching some strays, Bruh. and there's a chink in the armor. There is space for my good brother Rain Quantavius and <laughs> the lock. Oh no! <laughs> to get in there and you know let him be your new multimedia guy because he, he's oh, going to add a different layer and a different texture than what Straw Hat is doing. I'm just saying. I'm just hey, saying. I I appreciate it for real, for real. Yeah, we uh, you know, I'm 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 trying to. I'm just saying I appreciate it because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let me be a uh, supreme. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be back in August. Um, I, I I feel like maybe August we can be a little lighter for the for because I, yeah. like, I feel like it was kind of amped up, but we have to have these conversations because they're always thrown in our face. So mm-hmm. August, our goal for you guys is we're going to be a little lighter and not so heavy. Not to say this super heavy, heavy but something heavy. you know just playful because you know. The summer is still here. Niggas want to have fun. Niggas just want to nig out and shit. So yeah. Until next month, we'll see you guys later. All right.